through hard times, through slow seasons, through economic dips or global pandemics, whatever the case is, you learn how to work on things that keep your momentum, keep driving business forward, and help you come out ahead when people are booking again or ready for your services. Hey there, my name is Stephanie Kozik, and I am passionate about helping you create a photography business you love without all the guesswork. In 2010, I took a $300 camera and grew a successful photography business. Now I coach photographers all over the country to do the same. Welcome to the Fearless Photographer Podcast, where we'll chat about business, marketing, productivity, money, growth, balancing it all, and so much more. Every week on the podcast, I'll deliver honest and straightforward conversations with my best business advice with a mixture of real talk, motivation, and dorky humor. I'm committed to helping you create a successful, profitable, and sustainable photography business. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. You've probably found that depending on your market or your location, every year we'll have a time where things just naturally slow down a bit. For me, it's January through March, and because of the summer heat here in East Tennessee, I have another slow period between July and August almost every single year. And to be honest, it's okay with me. It gives me a chance halfway through the year to kind of reevaluate my goals, see where I stand, get caught up on a few things, and really fine tune again before the hectic fall season. And maybe you're having a slow year, or you're just getting started, or your slow season is different depending on where you live. But through hard times, through slow seasons, through economic dips or global pandemics, whatever the case is, you learn how to work on things that keep your momentum keep driving business forward, and help you come out ahead when people are booking again or ready for your services. Side note here, if you are struggling to find clients, even with the huge year we're about to have, they say that about 2.5 million couples have postponed or rescheduled their weddings for 2022. So we're looking, as photographers, we're looking at a huge year But if you're struggling to find those clients, let's talk more because the issue may be identifying and reaching your ideal clients rather than just a slump in bookings because of the weather or the time of year. For the past several years, I've coached so many photographers on how to specifically book more clients, even if they're brand new. And I'm turning that mentoring content into a signature course that will be available very soon. It's very exciting. But to make sure that you don't miss out on when that's live, head to the show notes at thefearlessphotographer.com slash slow season and sign up for the email to be the first to know when courses are live. And because I know if you're needing clients, you don't have hundreds of dollars to invest in a resource right now, I promise it's going to be super affordable. But like I mentioned, this has only been previously given with one-on-one coaching, and I'm making it into a course so that I can offer it to more photographers. So back to our topic today, I want you to think of this episode as a personal mentoring session. Like, come sit down with me. This is from my heart to you to help you through whatever slow season in your business you might be facing and get through it with momentum so that you never miss a beat. Here are a few things that you should be working on, not just when you're starting out, but these things should be frequently assessed and worked on as you grow and really at least once every few months if you can. So if you choose a few to work on or tackle all of these, I know you're going to see it pay off in your business. Number one, update your website. Visit your website as if you were your ideal client. 
Is it easy to navigate? Does each photo represent your current style and your skill level? Update your gallery with recent work. Update your headshots. Add some behind the scenes photos. Update the copy on your website. If it's been a while since you've read your website copy, just make sure it still sounds like you and it's still geared for your ideal client. Any pages that are cluttered or busy, you'll actually start to see clients bounce from your site. And that's actually the technical term for at what point someone closes your website and leaves. And you can find this out in your website analytics. And I won't get into all of that today, but it's definitely worth taking a look at. If they visit your homepage and they bounce, chances are you need a revamp of your website. Make sure it's loading quickly and it's not too cluttered and that the menu is clearly named with terms that make it easy for them to find the information that they need. I also want to suggest to make sure that there aren't photos used on your main pages that are repeated in your galleries. It makes it seem as though you have less experience than you really do or you don't have many sessions to show. And if you really don't have much to show, that's okay. You really only need about 30 to 40 good portfolio images to show what you can do and get someone to the next step, which is to look at your pricing and contact you for a session. And that leads me to the next point. Number two, do a pricing audit. Do your packages and your prices make sense for the skill level and experience that you're at now? So I'm not going to dive too deep into this because I am working on another podcast specifically for pricing yourself for profit and sustainability, but if it's been more than a year or two since your last price increase, go ahead and run the numbers again and consider raising your prices if you think it's the right time. Number three, use your slow season to organize your files, organize your hard drives, audit your backup processes, clean up your desktop or randomly save documents on your computer. If you're like me, I am super organized when it comes to my clients' photos, but when it comes to my own family, I'm really bad about dropping the originals into a folder and never actually editing those images. So I also use my slow season to get caught up on editing my own photos. I also use my slow season to organize my desk, the papers that are sitting in my folders that are sitting on top of my desk. On the shelf, I go through everything and I toss out what I can. I file what I need to. I organize what I can. It just helps me be more organized when things are busy and I need to find something quickly. Number four, update your headshots. I did mention this before with updating your website, but I specifically want to encourage you to get new photos made. Hire a branding photographer or trade with another photographer that also needs branding photos. One of the great things about having a community of photographers and having friends in the industry is that I always have someone to trade headshots anytime I need an update. But our slow season is the ideal time to do that. I literally just got some updated about a month ago and you can't even tell that it was still winter. Number five, take a course or book a business coaching session during your slow season. Now, this is something that I wish I had learned sooner in my business, and I talk a lot about the mistakes that I made early on, but one thing I wish I had done more of was invest in resources to grow my skill while in the off-seasons. The off-season is the perfect time to evaluate your past season or your past year, set goals for the upcoming season. I sounded really country right then. For the upcoming season and meet with a business coach that you trust to make an action plan for how to reach those goals or work on parts of your business that you struggled with in the past year. As a professional photographer, 
I really believe that we should always be learning and trying to improve in this primary area of our job, which is the actual photography in your photography business. So whether you want to learn to use your camera better or you want to focus on posing your clients more naturally, finding the best light in any situation or any location, these downtimes are the perfect time to really hone in and perfect your skills. I've said it often, but when looking into courses or what to focus on and improve, I always suggest learning things that you've struggled with, doubling down on what things will make you a better photographer and either outsourcing or taking a course on the things that you're not confident in. For example, years ago, I did not understand SEO. So I took several courses. I did tons of research and I used one of my slow seasons to teach myself how to incorporate that SEO into my website and my blog. And now I get more views on my website than I ever have before. And right now, if you go to the fearlessphotographer.com slash free guide, you can sign up to get a free guide to SEO specifically for photographers. Or if you struggle with photographing kids, getting them to smile naturally or feel comfortable in front of your camera, go to the fearlessphotographer.com slash free guide to the number two for the free guide on nine tips for taking better photos of kids. And as a bonus for this one, you're also going to get eight prompts to get natural smiles and natural laughter from kids and how to take super sharp photos every single time. So the off season is the perfect time to find courses or hire a coach to help you with parts of your business that are confusing, overwhelming, or that you just want to improve on and practice what you're learning to sort of train for the busy season, just like an athlete keeps training, especially in the off season. In the first several years of my business, I'm sure I did everything wrong. I felt like I was piecing together a business plan from all over the internet, trying to find resources that would help me grow and book more clients, streamline my processes to get more done, and learn to balance it all in a healthy way. Some of those lessons I learned the hard way. And now 12 years later, with a thriving, profitable business that I love, I want to help other ambitious photographers grow their business to the next level and create the life they dreamed of when they set out on this journey. I know you didn't create a business to be overwhelmed by your to-do list, drowning in client emails and deadlines and stressed beyond reason. You didn't start a business to constantly have to defend your dreams to your spouse who resents the time that you spend on it because it consumes every part of your life. So let's fix that. There's a better way. And my goal is to help you create a business and a life that you love. No one says you have to figure this thing out on your own. And that's why I created The Fearless Photographer, to help you as you grow your business into one that is profitable, sustainable, successful, a business you love that allows you to enjoy your life without the overwhelm and without the guesswork. And that starts with evaluating where you're at, looking at your business from a sort of bird's eye view and deciding where you want to go with your business. Get you organized, narrow in on your vision, make a clear step-by-step plan to get there. The entire process is actually so very easy and tailored to your business. So the first step is simply to start a conversation and figure out if coaching is right for you. If you'd like more information about what a coaching session with me might look like and see if it's right for you, go to thefearlessphotographer.com slash mentoring. The sixth thing that I want to share on what to work on in your slow season is to have your gear serviced and cleaned. If you've been meaning to have something repaired or looked at, now is the time. Update the firmware in your camera, 
Take your equipment to be calibrated again. Have your camera and all your lenses cleaned by a professional. It's easy to keep up with the cleaning on the outside of your equipment on your own, but if you really want to get your gear cleaned up, I suggest hiring a professional. If you live in a city that has a great camera shop, call and find out if this is a service that they provide. If not, find a company online that you can trust and send it off, either to your manufacturer or a repair company. I personally have used Peachtree Camera out of Georgia. I can't remember what city, but I've used them for years, and I'm always happy with their service. I would even use this time to clean out your camera bags and get rid of supplies or things that you no longer need. If there's a lens that you haven't touched all season, maybe you could do without it. Sell it. It's easy to accumulate so much stuff throughout the year that you think that you're going to need, whether it's props or studio equipment or little gadgets or things that you thought that you would use. But now is the time to think about if you actually ever used these items. Number seven, streamline or update your systems and processes. I cannot stress this enough. When you're not busy is the perfect time to evaluate your workflow because when it starts to get hectic again, you don't want to be trying to learn a new system or incorporate a different step in your workflow. So really sitting down and going through each step of your process, how you do things, what things are time consuming for you can help you see where you're spending a lot of your time and where you can trim up. For example, if you update your website, every time you do a wedding or every time you shoot a session, create a system that you only do it once a month or once every few months. I suggest having a folder on your desktop that you drag five, 10, however many images from each event into that folder or in Dropbox. So when you go to update your website, they're already in one place. So instead of searching for the images you want for hours, it just takes a few minutes because you've already set those aside. I also suggest implementing a system for client management. And I know that I talk about HoneyBook all the time, but I cannot express to you how much of a game changer it's been for my organization, my business, client experience, and most importantly, my sanity. If you're a photographer and you're currently not using a client management system, even if you only have a handful of clients, Think about setting up a system and workflow for each client you book. It'll help you streamline your onboarding and workflow processes, saving you valuable time. HoneyBook is a CRM platform that allows you to organize and track every potential current and past client from the inquiry phase all the way to the last paid invoice and last deadline. With HoneyBook, I love that I can easily send contracts and invoices right from the platform and instantly see where I'm at in the workflow with each client, see all my documents and client information in one place, no more digging through physical files or losing information in email chains. HoneyBook starts at $9 a month, but you can get started with a free trial just to test the waters and then get 20% off your annual subscription by going to thefearlessphotographer.com slash HoneyBook and never let an inquiry or a deadline slip through the cracks again. Like I mentioned, if there's something that can be streamlined and worked down to an easy process, implement that in the off season. If it's something that can be done easier or faster with a software, look into it. One example of a software that I feel like has has saved me at least four hours every single wedding is Photo Mechanic. It allows me to cull my weddings as quickly as my little finger can click. And I don't have to pull all of my photos into Lightroom anymore and wait for the 
smart previews to load and wait for the preset to be applied, I can literally go through as quickly as I can click and rate my photos. It shaves at least four or five hours off of every wedding. Another example is a software that I use called Album Stomp or Blog Stomp. It's two different programs, but it's by the same company. It takes a task that could take hours and allows me to design a full album in just a few minutes. And for planning social media on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook, I use a program called Planoly. It allows me to pull five or six images from every single wedding into a folder to save for posting later. It's not in the way and I can schedule it when I want to. I also suggest if you're spending a lot of time on tasks in the busy season that keep you stressed or worn then, consider eliminating that step if you can or asking for help by hiring an assistant or outsourcing those tasks. Whether that's a housekeeper to help on the weekends while you're shooting weddings or a VA to help you keep up with social media and admin tasks, or even just an editing assistant to help keep your turnaround times down and enhance the client experience. One of the things that you'll hear me preach about is that you need to be working smarter. And part of that is what I call task batching. Now, this isn't originally with me. I don't remember where I heard it from, but Think of it like when you batch edit, all the tasks that are similar can be done together to save time, like sending out questionnaires to multiple clients all at once, answering all your emails, and then jumping over to tasks that are similar, like culling multiple sessions, then importing them all, then editing, then exporting. If you jump between tasks like answer one email and take care of one issue, and then try to go back to culling in between other tasks, Each task will actually take you longer than if you separate them by similar tasks. Now, this is something that I actually will talk about in my next episode, and I will share with you how I organize my day to get more done. And one of the tasks that I love to batch is my social media planning. I take one day and I plan out the entire next month's posts. I create a spreadsheet with dates, days, hashtags, and specific days of the week that I like to post those hashtags on, like a Meet Me Monday with introductions and a Fall of Friday with vendors that I love and a Wedding Tip Wednesday. So I know that on certain days I talk about certain things. Like on Tuesdays, I talk about the most recent blog posts and the other days of the week I fill in with upcoming sneak peeks or recent sessions or weddings. It makes it super easy when I jump over to Planoly I just pull in my photos, write out my captions, schedule them out. It takes me a couple of hours, but the peace of mind and the time that I save each day with it already done is so nice. Recently, I hired a VA to do this for me. So I write out the month's post topics and what photo I want to use with that topic. And then she puts it all together and schedules it out for me and Planoly each week. Among the other admin tasks that she does for me, hiring a VA during my off season has allowed us to kind of get into a good groove of working together. So when things start to pick up here in a couple of weeks, I don't have to spend the time training her on my systems and processes right in the middle of that. And it's also worth mentioning here that I have a system for every area of my business 
that has made it so easy to automate certain things or outsource and simply just share the process with her rather than having to do like a extensive one-on-one training and teach her how I do things. Speaking of social media, number eight is to evaluate your marketing strategy. During the slow times, it's important not to lose your momentum with your marketing and not just on social media, but making connections outside of social media and networking with other businesses and professionals is huge in growing your business. So reevaluate your ideal client. Have they changed in the past year? Did your prices increase and now you need to reach a higher end market? Think about what you originally figured out for your ideal client Decide if they're still interested in the same things. Where do they work? Do they go to the gym? Where do they shop? Knowing where they shop isn't important for where they shop. It's important to know what they value. So that's why identifying your ideal client and how they feel about shopping online and how they feel about hiring a photographer, that's why that is so important. It doesn't matter where they shop or where they eat or if they go to the gym or they work out in their home. Those things don't matter. What matters is what they value. Are they on Instagram or Facebook? Are they on TikTok or Snapchat? Now figure out how to reach them outside of your own social media feed. So just a few ideas, but maybe you could put out brochures or postcards in a local boutique, salon, a gym, or you can make connections and take photos as favors to local business owners. Can you offer a gym a session for photos of their trainers to update their website and their social media? And I'm sure if you think about it from that perspective, you can think of a ton of ideas for your business. Now you have the time to go and do it. Wherever you are, my hope for you right now is that you can use your off season or your slow season to work on things that keep your momentum, keep driving business forward and help you come out ahead when things pick back up. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of the fearless photographer, head over to the website for all the show notes and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next. If you loved this episode as much as I did, consider rating the show and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Friday, and I can't wait to share what's next. Until then, have an awesome week.